Hello everyone and welcome to a bonus episode of uh, Warrior Cats the series. Um, I'm gonna try, my goal today is to try finishing the book. Um, we probably won't be able to because it's six chapters. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get started. Okay, let's start reading. By the time Firepaw return, returned, the camp was starting to look a little bit better. Parties of the ca- of the cats had clearly been patching and repairing continuously throughout the day. Frostfur and Goldenflower were still busy fortifying the nursery walls, but the outer wall looked solid and secure once more. Firepole trotted up across the clearing to see if there was any fresh kill around. He paused. San- Sandpaw and Despaw, who were preparing to leave in their next and the next patrol um firepole trotted firepole trotted across the clearing to see if there was any fresh kill around he passed sandpaw and his paw who were preparing to leave on the next patrol sorry mewed sandpaw as firepole sniffed hopefully around the eating area we ate the last two mice Firepaw shrugged. He would he, he would catch something for himself later. He headed back to the apprentice's den, where Graypaw was sitting with his back resting against a tree stump, licking a forepaw. Where is Ravenpaw? Firepaw asked as he sat down. Not back from his last, not back from his task yet, replied Graypaw. Look at that! He held out his paw for t- Firepaw to inspect. The pad was torn and bleeding. Tiger Claw sent me fishing, and I stepped on a sharp sto- stone in a stream. That looks pretty deep. You should get Spotleaf to take a look at it, Firepaw advised. Where did Tiger Claw send Ravenpaw, by the way? Dunno. I was up to my be- belly in cold water, muttered Gray Stripe. I mean, Gray Paw. <laughs> Not Gray Stripe. Um. He stood up and limped away toward the spot, toward Spotterleaf's den. Firepaw s- settled down, his his eyes fixed at the entrance to the camp, and waited for Ravenpaw. After overhearing the warriors' conversations last night, he couldn't shake the feeling that something dre- dreadful was going to happen to his friend. His heart lurched as he saw a tiger claw enter the camp alone. He waited longer. The moon was high in the sky. Surely Ravenpaw should be back by now. Firepaw found himself wishing he'd spoken to Bluestar when he had the chance. He could see Darkstripe and Longtail guarding her den now, and he clearly didn't want want to, them to overhear his concerns. Tigerclaw had brought back Fresh Kill, which he was sharing with Whitestorm outside the warrior's den. Firepaw realized he was very hungry. Perhaps he should go and hunt. He might come across Ravenpaw outside of the camp. As he wondered what to do, Firepaw saw Ravenpaw trotting through the entrance of the camp. A thrill of relief raced through him, and not just because Ravenpaw was holding fresh kill between his teeth. The apprentice came straight over to Firepaw and dropped a mouthful of food on the ground. Enough for all three of us, he meowed proudly, and it shouldn't taste extra and it should taste extra good. It's from ShadowClan territory. Fi- Firepaw gasped. You hunted on Shadow in Clan territory? That was my task, Ravenpaw explained. Tigerclaw sent you into enemy territory to hunt? 
Firepaw could hardly believe it. You must tell Blue Star that was too dangerous. At the mention of Blue Star's name, Ravenpaw shook his head. His eyes looked, his eyes looked haunted and shadowed with fear. J- Look, just keep quiet, okay? He hissed. I survived. I even caught some prey. That's, that's all there is to it. You survived this time. Fireball spat. Shh. Tigerclaw's looking. Just eat your share and keep quiet. Ravenpaw snapped. Ravenpaw. Excuse me. Just eat your share and keep quiet. Snapped Ravenpaw. Fireball shrugged and took a piece of fresh kill. Ravenpaw ate. Took a piece of fresh kill. Ravenpaw ate quickly, avoiding Firepaw's eye. Shall we save some for Graypaw? Graypaw, he asked. After a while, he went. After. Hold on, let me do that. Redo that. Ravenpaw ate quickly, avoiding Firepaw's eye. Shall we save some for Graypaw? He asked. After a while, he went to see Spotted Leaf. Firepaw mumbled through a mouthful. He cut his paw. I don't know when he'll be back. We'll save him whatever you want. Yeah, replied Ravenpaw, suddenly sounding worn out. I'm tired. I need to sleep. He stood up and pushed his way into the den. Firepaw stayed outside, watching the rest of the camp prepare for the night. He was going to have to tell Ravenpaw what he had overheard in the forest last night. He needed to know just how much danger he was in. Tigerclaw was lying beside Whitestorm, sharing tongues with one eye fixed on the apprentice's den. Firepaw yawned to show Tigerclaw how exhausted he was. Then he got to his paws and followed Ravenpaw inside. Ravenpaw was asleep, but Firepaw could tell from his twitching paws and whiskers that he was dreaming. He knew it wasn't a good dream by the tiny mules and squeaks that Ravenpaw was making. Suddenly, the black cat leaped to his paws, his eyes stretched wide in terror. His fur standing on end, and his back was arched. Ravenpaw, Firepaw mewed in alarm. Calm down. You're in your you're in our den. There's only me here. Ravenpaw looked around wildly. It's just me, Firepaw repeated. Ravenpaw blinked and seemed to recognize his friend. Hold on, guys. Our dog just came in the room. Be right back. Hold on. Sorry about that. Okay. Macy! Stop it. Hold on, guys. Sure she does. Okay. Right. Sorry. Sorry about that. I was. Uh, I was. Uh, our dog came into the room. Anyway, um, let's get back to the story. Hold on. Um, Ravenpaw blinked and seemed to recognize his friend. He collapsed onto his bed. Ravenpaw, mewed Firepaw seriously. There's something you need to know. Something I heard last night. When I was out looking for wild garlic, Ravenpaw looked away, still trembling from his dream. But Firepaw persisted. Ravenpaw, I heard Tigerclaw telling Dagstripe and Longtail that you betrayed Thunderclan. 
He told them you slipped away during the trip with to, to Mother Mouth and told Shadow Clan and told Shadow Clan that the cap was unguarded. Unguarded. Ravenpaw spun around to face Firepaw. But I didn't, he ex- explained, horrified. Of course you didn't, Firepaw agreed. But Darkstripe and Longtail believe you did. And Tigerclaw pursued them that they should get rid of you. Ravenpaw was speechless, his breath, breath coming in gasps. Why would Tigerclaw want to get rid of you, Ravenpaw? Firepaw asked gently. He's one... He's one of the clan's strongest warriors. What what threat are you to him? Firepaw suspected he already knew the answer, but he wanted to hear the truth from Ravenpaw's own mouth. He waited while Ravenpaw fumbled for words. At last, at last, the black apprentice crawled closer to Firepaw, whispered hoarsely into his ear, "Because the River Clan deputy didn't kill Redtail, Tigerclaw did." Firepaw nodded silently, and Ravenpaw continued, his whiskers cracking with tension. Redtail killed the River Clan deputy. So, Tigerclaw didn't kill Oakheart. Firepaw couldn't help interrupting. Ravenpaw shook his head. No, he didn't. After Redtail had killed Oakheart, Tigerclaw ordered me back to the camp. I went to stay, but he yelled at me to go. So I ran into the trees. I should have carried on running, but I couldn't. Oh. My dog keeps coming in my room. Uh, it's annoying. <laughs> All right, um, I found my place. Okay. I should have carried on running, but I couldn't leave while they were still fighting. I turned and crept back to see if Tigerclaw needed help. By the time I got near, all the River Clan warriors had fled, leaving just Redtail and Tigerclaw. Redtail was watching the last warriors running away, and Tigerclaw, Ravenpaw paused, then gulped. Tigerclaw jumped on him and sank his teeth into the back of his neck, and Redtail fell to the ground dead. That's when I ran. I don't know if Tigerclaw saw me or not. I just kept running until I got back to the camp. Why shouldn't you tell? Why don't? Why didn't you tell Blue Star? Firepaw pressed gently. She would she have believed me? Ravenpaw's eyes rolled wildly. Wildly. Do you believe me? Of course I do. Firepaw mewed. He looked Ravenpaw's between Ravenpaw between the ears, and if an effort to calm him and comfort his friend he was going to give he was going to have to find another opportunity to tell blue star about tigerclaw's treachery don't worry i'll will so, sort it out he promised meanwhile make sure you stick close to me or grape Stri- great gray paul does gray paul know about them uh, about them wanting to get rid of me not yet but i'll have to tell him Ravenpaw settled silently onto his belly and, started, and stared ahead. It's okay, Ravenpaw, Firepaw mewed. I mean, yeah, Firepaw mewed, touching the skinny black body with his nose. I'll help you get out of this. Graypaw padded into her into the den at dawn. Sandpaw and Dustpaw had returned from the patrol a while ago were, and were asleep in their nests. Hi, mewed Graypaw, sounding more cheer- cheerful than he had for days. Firepaw woke up at once. You sound better, he purred. 
Graypaw licked Firepaw's ear. Spiderleaf put some gunk on my cut and made it, made me lie still for hours. I must have fallen asleep. By the way, I hope that Chiffance out, Chiffance, I don't know, out there was for me. I was starving. It was. Ravenpaw caught it yesterday. Tiger Claw sent him into. Shut up, you two, growled Sandpaw. Some of us are trying to get, uh, trying to sleep. Graypaw rolled his eyes. Come on, Firepaw, he mewed. Brindleface had her Brindleface had her kit, so let's go and visit them. Firepaw purred with pleasure. At last, something for ThunderClan to celebrate. He looked down at Ravenpaw, who was still sleeping, and padded out of the den. With Graypaw, he trotted across the clearing toward, toward the nursery. The rising sun made his pelt glow with warmth, and he stretched appreciate, appreciately, real, real, reveling in the suppliness of his spine and the strength of it and his legs. Stop showing off, Graypaw called over his shoulder. Firepaw stopped stretching and bounded up after his friend. White Storm was sitting outside the nursery, guarding the entrance. Have you two come to see the new kits? He mewed as Firepaw and Graypaw approached. Firepaw nodded, one at a time only, and you'll have to wait. Blue Star's with her now, White Storm told them. Well, you can go first, Firepaw offered. I'll go and see Yellowfang while I'm waiting. He dipped his head respectfully to White Storm and headed off towards Yellowfang, toward Yellowfang's nest. The old cat was washing behind her ears, her eyes half closed with con- concentration. Sorry, guys, that's a smoke alarm. We're cooking something. Okay. <laughs> Happens a lot when we open the oven. The old cat was washing behind her ears, her eyes half closed with concentration. Don't tell me you're ex- you're expecting rain, Firepaw teased. Yellowfang looked up. You've been listening to mi- too many elders' tales, she mewed. What would be the point of a cat washing its ears if they were only get- only going to get rain to Arno anyway? Firepaw wh- whiskers twitched with amusement. Are you going to go see Grindelwald? Brindleface's new leader, he asked. Yellowfang stiffened and shook her head. I don't think I'd be very welcome, she growled. But they know how you saved, Firepaw began. The sheik is very protective of her newborns, especially when it's their first litter. I think I'll stay away, Yellowfang replied in a tone that invited no argument. As you wish, but I'm going to see them. It must be a good sign having new kids in the camp. Yellowfang shrugged. Sometimes, she muttered darkly. Firepaw turned and trotted back to the nursery. Clouds had covered the sun, making the air turn fresher. A fierce breeze tugged at his fur excuse me, and rustled the leaves around the clearing. Blue Star was sitting outside the nursery. Behind her, Graypaw's ta- Gray <laughs> Gray tail was just disappearing into the narrow entrance. Firepaw, she greeted him. Have you come to see the ThunderClan's newest warriors? The ThunderClan leader sounded tired and sad. Firepaw was surprised. Surely the kits were good news for ThunderClan. Yes, I have, he replied. Well, when you fin- you've finished, come and see me in my den. Yes, Blue Star, Firepaw mewed as he walked slowly away. He felt his fur prickle. That here was another chance to speak to Blue Star alone. Perhaps Star Clan was on his side after all. 
Ray Paul crawled out, out of the nursery entrance. They're really cute, he mewed, but I'm starving now. I'm off to find some fresh kill. I'll have to I'll I'll save some for you if if I find any. He he blinked affectionately at Firepaw affectionately at Firepaw and bounded away. Firepaw purred a goodbye and looked up at White Storm, who nodded with his permission for him to enter the nursery. Firepaw squeezed through the tiny entrance. Four tiny kits huddled warmly in Brittle Face's deeply lined nest. Their fur was pale gray with dark, darker flecks, just like their mother, except one tiny dark gray tom. Mewled and squirmed beside Brindle Face's belly. Their eyes shut tight. How are you feeling? Firepaw whispered to her. A little tired, answered Brindle Face. She looked down proudly at her litter, but the kids are all strong and healthy. Thunder Clan is lucky to have them. Firepaw purred as, as I was just talking about them to Yellowfang. Brindle Face didn't answer. Firepaw could have missed the look of worry that flashed in her eyes as she nudged Strain. As he nudged it, Strain Kit closer to her. Fire felt a tremor of anxiety in his belly. Blue Star m- may have expe- accepted Yelping into Thunder Clan, but it looked like the old cat was still not trusted by all of the clan. He touched his nose affectionately to Brenda Face's flank, then turned and made his way out of the clearing. The th- the clan was the clan leader was waiting for Firepaw at the entrance to her den. Longtail sat by his sa- by her side. The pale tabby warrior stared hard at Firepaw as he approached. Firepaw ignored his gaze and looked expectantly at Blue Star. Come inside, she meowed, turning to lead the way. Firepaw trotted after her. Longtail immediately stood up as if to follow them. Blue Star looked back at at him over his shoulder. I think I'll be safe enough with young Firepaw, she meowed. Longtail looked uncer- uncertain for a moment, then sat down ag- again outside the entrance. Firepaw had never been inside Blue Star's then. He padded after her through the luncheon that draped its entrance. Brindleface's kits are lovely, he purred. Blue Star looks serious. Lovely they may be, but they are mean... mean but they mean more mouths to feed, and the season of leaf, leaf bear will soon be here. Then she glanced at Fireball, who was unable to hide his surprise at her malicious, malicious, I don't know, tone. Oh, don't listen to me, meowed Blue Star, shaking her head impatiently. The first cold wind always worries me. Come, make yourself comfortable. She dipped. She tipped her head toward the dry, sandy floor. Firepaw dropped onto his belly and stretched out his paws in front of him. Blue Star circled slowly on her mossy nest. I'm still aching from our training session yesterday, she admitted. When she had finally settled herself and curled her tail around her paws, you fought well, young one. For once, Firepaw didn't didn't stop to bask in her praise. His heart was thumping. This was the perfect moment to tell his leader about about his fears of time. Tiger Claw. He lifted his chin ready to speak, but it was a blue star who spoke first, staring past him at the far wall of luncheon. I can still smell the stale stench of Shadow Clan in the camp, she murmured. I hope never to see the day when our enemy broke into the heart of the Thunder Clan. 
Fire Paul nodded in silent agreement, sensing Blue Star sensing Blue Star was going to say more. And so and so many deaths, she sighed. First Redtail, then Lionheart. I think Star Clan at least the warriors Hold on. Dog. Once again, and once again, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. I think Star Clan at least. I think I think Star Clan at least the warriors we have left are strong and loyal like him them. At least with Tiger Claws, Deputy Thunder Clan may still may still be able to defend itself. Fire Paul's heart. Pl- plummeted and the icy chill cut deep into him into him as Blue Star went on. There was a time when Tyre Tyre Claw was a young warrior that I feared for the strength of his passion. Such energy can be can need such energy can need careful cha- channeling. But now I am in, I am proud how much respect the clan has for him. I know his ambitions, but his ambitions make him one of the bravest cats I have ever had the honor to fight alongside. Firepaw knew at once that he could not tell Blue Star his suspicions at, about Tyreclaw, not when Blue Star looked at to her deputy to protect the whole clan. He would have to sa- save Ravenpaw himself. He took a deep breath and blinked slowly so that when Blue Star turned and looked directly into his eyes, no trace of his, his shock and, disappear, and disappointment remained. Her next words were quite full of concern. You know Broken Star will return. He made it clear at the gathering that he wants hunting rights in all the territories. We fought him off once. We can do it again, Firepaw insisted. That's true, Blue Star acknowledged with a, a wary nod. Star Clan will honor you, your courage, young Firepaw. <coughs> she paused and licked a healing wound on her side. I think you ought to know that in the battle with the rats, it was not my fifth life that I lost, but my seventh. Firepaw sat up, sat bolt upright, shocked. Lucer went on. I have let the clan believe it was my fifth because I don't want them to fear for my safety. But two more lives, and I will have to leave you to join Star Clan. Firepaw's mind was racing. Why was she telling him this? Thank you for sharing this with me, Blue Star. He purred respectfully. Blue Star nodded. I am tired now. She rasped. Off you go. And Firepaw, I don't expect you to repeat this conversation to anyone. Of course, Blue Star. Firepaw replied as he nosed his way out of the curtain of luncheon. Longtail was still sit- sitting by the entrance. Firepaw st- stepped past him and made his way toward his den. He didn't know which part of his conversation with Blue Star had been more bewildering. He's- he was stopped in his tracks by a yell of horror coming from the nursery. Frostfur came sprinting into the clearing, her tail bristling and her eyes wide with alarm. My kits! Someone has taken my kits! Terraclaw bounded over to her. He called called to the clan. Quick, search the camp. White Storm, stay where you are. Warriors, patrol the camp boundary. Apprentices, search every den. 
Garpaw rushed to the nearest end, the warriors, and pushed his way inside. It was empty. He scrabbled through the bedding with his paws, where there was neither neither sight nor scent of Frostfur's kit, kits. He charged outside and headed for his own den. Ravenpaw and Greypaw were already inside, pushing aside their nests, sniffing every corner. Despaw and Sandpaw were searching the elders' den. Farpaw left them to it and charged from one clump of grass to another, pushing his muzzle onto them, ignoring the nettles where he, ignoring the nettles that stung his nose. There was no sign of the kits anywhere. He looked around the camp boundary. Warriors paced back and back and forward, urgently sniffing the airs. Suddenly, Firepaw spotted Yelfing in the distance. She was pushing her way through an unguarded part of the fern wall. She must have found a scent, he thought, and raced toward her as her tail disappeared into the greenery by the time he arrived at the fern wall. She had gone. He sniffed the air. No kit scent. Just the bitter smell of Yelfing's fear. What was she afraid of? Firepaw wondered. Terraclaw's yowl sounded from the bushes behind the nursery. All the cats raced over to him, headed by Frostfur. They crowded as closely as they could, jostling to see through the dense undergrowth. Firepaw nosed his way forward and saw Tireclaw standing over a motionless, motionless bundle of dappled fur. Spotted leaf. Firepaw stared in disbelief at her lifeless body. Fury rose in him like a dark cloud, and he felt his blood roaring in his ears. Who had done this? Blue Star stepped through the crowd and leaned over the venison cat. She has been killed by a warrior blow. She mewed softly. Firepaw craned his neck and saw a single wound on the back of Spotted neck. His head swam, and suddenly he was unable to see clearly. Through his grief, Firepaw heard a murmur of the back of the crowd that swelled into a single piercing yowl. Yellowfing is gone! Yellowfing has killed Spotted and taken my kits, screeched Frostfur. The other king queens rushed to Frostfur's side, tried to calm her with licks and, and carrots. Oh, sorry, that is the end of chapter 21. I mean, 20. Um, We will read in a minute. I'm going to take a quick break. Bye. Welcome back from the break. Um, Now we will be reading chapter 21. 21. Yellowfang has killed Spotleaf and and taken my kits, screeched Frostfur. The other queens rushed to Frostfur's side and and tried to calm her with licks and... and, uh, But Frostfur pushed them away and wailed with her grief to the darkening sky. As if in reply, the sky rumbled ominously and and a cold wind ruffled the cat's fur. Yellowfang, his tiger claw... I always knew she was a traitor. Now we know she. Now, now we know how she managed to fight off the Shadow Clan deputy. It was a setup to let her trick her way into center, into our clan. Lightning crackled overhead, punctuating Tiger Claw's words with a glaring white flash, and a clap of thunder rolled over the woods. Firepaw couldn't believe what he was hearing. Dazed with grief, his mind whirled. Could Yelfing really have killed Spotted Leaf? Above the shocked murmurings, Darkstripe meowed loud, loudly. Blue Star, what do you say? The cats fell silent as as they turned to the look to look at their leader. 
Blue Star's gaze moved across the crowd of cats and set, settled finally on Spotted Leaf's body. The first drops of rain began to fall, sparkling like dew drops on the medicine cat's still glossy fur. Blue Star blinked slowly. Grief clouded her face, and for a moment, Firepaw was afraid that this new death would overwhelm her. But when when her eyes opened, they glittered with a fierceness that showed her determination to seek revenge for this cruel attack. She lifted her head. If Yellowfing has killed Spyleaf and stolen Frostfur's kids, kits, she will be hunted down without mercy. Mercy. The crowd meowed approvingly. But we must wait, Blue Star went on. There is is a storm coming, and I am not prepared to risk more lives. If Shadow Clan has her kits, they will. They will. They will come to no immediate harm. I suspect Broken Star wants them as recruits, recruits for recruits for his own clan, or as hostages to force us into letting him hunt on our territory. As soon as the storm has passed, a patrol will follow Yellowfang and bring back our kids. We cannot waste time, or their scent will be lost in the rain. Tigerclaw protested. Blue Star flicked her tail impatiently. If we send out a hunting party now, our efforts will be wasted anyway. In this weather, the scent will already be lost by the time we are ready. If we wait until the storm, we be- we stand a better chance of success. There were murmurs of agreement among the clan. Even through it, it was barely sun high. The sky was growing much darker. The cats were unsettled by the light- lightning and thunder and seemed willing to listen to, her- to their leader's advice. Blue Star looked at her deputy. I'd like to discuss our plans with you, please, Terraclaw. Terraclaw nodded and stalked away toward Blue Star's thin, but the leader hesita- hesitated. She glanced at Firepaw, signal- signaling with a flick of her tail and, and a ripple of her whiskers that she wanted to speak to, speak to him alone. The other cats gathered around Spotleaf and began to share tongues with her. Their wails of grief sounding above the thunder. Blue Star wound her way through them and went toward the fern tunnel that led Spyleaf's den. Firepaw quietly skirted the morning cats and followed their, her inside. It was very dark beneath the ferns. Excuse <sighs> me. And followed her inside. It was very dark beneath the ferns, but the storm had blotted out the morning sun so that it seemed as if a night had fallen. Rainfall, rain was falling more heavily now, spl- splattering noiselessly among the leaves, but at, la- at least it was sheltered in Spiley's clearing. Firepaw, Blue Storm out urgently as he ar- arrived at her side. Where's Yellowfang? Do you know? Firepaw h- hardly heard her. He couldn't help remembering the last time he had come to this clearing. An image of Spyleaf trotting out of her den with a coat gleaming in the sun burned into his mind, and he closed his eyes to preserve it. Firepaw, snapped Blue Star, you must save your grieving, grieving lady for grieving for later. Firepaw shook himself. I, I was, uh, yell- sorry, I, I was yelling. <laughs> I was, I, I saw Yellowfang go through the camp boundary after the kits went missing. Do you really think she killed Spotleaf and took the kits? Blue Star gazed steadily at him. 
I don't know, he, she, she admitted. I want you to find her and bring her back alive. I need, I need to know the truth. You're not sending Tigerclaw? Fireclaw couldn't help asking. Tigerclaw is a great warrior, but in, in this case, his loyalty to the clan may cloud his judgment. Bluestar explained. He wants to give the clan vengeance it desires. No cat can blame him for that. The clan believes Yellowfang has betrayed us, and if Tigerclaw thinks he can reassure the clan by handing them the dead body of Yellowfang, that what's, that's what he'll do. Firepaw nodded. She was right. Tigerclaw would kill Yellowfang without question. Blue Star looked stern for a moment. If I ha- if I find what Yellowfang is, if if I find that Yellowfang is a traitor, then I will t- kill her myself. But if she if she is not, her blue eyes burn into Firepaw. I will not let her an in- 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 innocent cat die. But what if Yellowfang won't come back? Firepaw meowed. She will if you ask her. Firepaw felt stunned by Blue Star's faith in him. The, the enormity of what she was asking him to do weighed him down on him, and he wondered if if he had the courage to carry it through. Go at once, she ordered, but be careful. Be careful. You will be on your own, and there will be there may be any enemy patrols about. This storm will keep our own warriors in camp for a while. Thunder rolled overhead as Firepaw dashed out into the clearing. Rain hammered down, pelting against his fur like tiny stones. A bolt of lightning lit up the faces of Darkstripe and Longtail as they watched him cross the clearing. Firepaw bounded past the nursery. He couldn't leave without sharing tongues with Spotleaf. But the other cats had run for shelter, abandoning the medicine cat's body to the downpour. While they huddled beneath the dripping ferns, meowing their fear and loss, Firepaw buried his nose in despotably sweat fur and breathed in her scent one last time. Good- goodbye, my sweet yellow spotted leaf, he murmured. His ears pr- pricked as he overheard the voices of Frostfur and spe- Speckletail talking nearby. He froze, straining to listen. Yellowfang must have had help, Speckletail growled. Someone from ThunderClan, came the anxious voice of Frostfur. You've heard what Tigerclaw has been saying about Ravenpaw. Perhaps he has something to do with it. I've never felt comfortable with him myself. The fur on Firepaw's spine prickled. If Tigerclaw had been spreading his malicious rumors as far as the nursery, Ravenpaw wouldn't be safe anywhere in the camp. Firepaw realized he had to act quickly. He would find Yellowfang first, then deal with Ravenpaw. He raced raced to the spot where he had last seen Yellowfang. He knew her scent so well that he could even smell it through the rain-soaked leaves. He began to push through the bushes, mouth open, to detect where her trail led. Firepaw. Firepaw jumped and then relaxed as he realized it was Graypaw. I've been looking for you, yelled his his friend as as he rushed toward him. Firepaw gingerly stepped back out of the ferns. Graypaw squinted at, at rain 
as rain dripped down his long fur and into his eyes. What are you doing? He mewed to look for Yellowfang. Firepaw replied, on your own? Graypaw's broad face showed concern. Firepaw thought for a moment and decided to tell Graypaw the truth. Blue Star asked me to bring Yellowfang back. He asked. He mewed. What? Graypaw looked shocked. Shocked. Why Why you? Maybe she thinks I know Yellowfang the best and that I'd find her more easily. Wouldn't a party of warriors stand more of a chance? Graypaw pointed out. Terraclaw is the best tracker in the clan, and if anyone could bring her back, he could. Maybe Terraclaw w- wouldn't bring her back, Firepaw murmured. What do you mean? Terraclaw's out for re- revenge. He would just kill her. But if she killed Spotleaf and took the kits, do you really believe that? Firepaw asked. Graypaw looked at his friend, shaking his head in confusion. Do you think she's innocent? I don't know, Firepaw admitted, and neither does Blue Star. She, she wants to find out the truth. That's why she's sending me inside instead of tar- Tiger Claw. But if she ordered Tiger Claw to bring her back alive, Graypaw's words were drowned by, the, by a deafening crack, crack of thunder and a flash of lightning lit up the trees around them. In the dazzling light, Firepaw glimpsed Frostfur chasing Ravenpaw away from the nursery. The white queen's face was twisted with fury as he hissed at the young black cat and lunged forward to give him a warning nip on the hind leg. Graypaw turned to Firepaw. What's that all about? He mewed. Firepaw stared back at his friend, his mind leaping ahead to to a new idea. It looked like Ravenpaw's time had run out, and Firepaw needed needed Graypaw's help. But would his friend believe him? The wind was beginning to roar through the trees above above them. Firepaw had to raise his voice. Ravenpaw's in great danger, he mewed. What? I have to get him away from ThunderClan right now. Before anything happens to him. Graypaw looked puzzled. Why? What about Yellowfang? There's no time to explain, Firepaw mewed urgently. You'll have to you'll just have to trust me. There there must be a way we can get Ravenpaw away. Blue Star Blue Star is going to keep the warriors in the camp till the storm's storm is over, but that doesn't leave us much time. He tried to picture the hidden corners of the woods beyond ThunderClan territory. We'll have to take him somewhere Tigerclaw won't find him. Somewhere he can survive without the clan. Graypaw stared at, at him for a moment. What about Barley? Barley, Firepaw echoed. You mean take Ravenpaw to the two-leg place? His ears twitched with excitement. Yes, that might be the best idea. Come on then, me, Graypaw. What are we waiting for? Relief washed over Firepaw. He should have known his old friend would help. He shook the rain from his head, then touched Graypaw's fur with his nose. <coughs> now let's get... He per- Thank you, he purred. Now let's get Ravenpaw. They found their friend huddled miserably inside their den. Sandpaw and Dustpaw were in, that, in their nests too, looking tense and scared at the storm crashed overhead. Ravenpaw, Firepaw hissed through the entrance. Ravenpaw looked up. Firepaw flucked his ears and, black, and, and the black cat followed him all into the storm. Come on, Firepaw whispered. We're taking you to Barley. Barley? Ravenpaw mewed in bewilderment, narrowing his eyes against the driving rain. Why? Because you'll be safe there, Ravenpaw answered, looking, looking, 
looking the black cat straight in the eye. Did you see what Frostfur did? Mewed Ravenpaw, his voice quavering. I was only going to check on the kits. Come on, Firepaw inter- interrupted him. We must hurry. Ravenpaw met his friend's gaze. Thanks, Firepaw, he murmured. Then he turned into the wind and bounded across the clearing. Three apprentices rushed toward the camp entrance, their fur flattening, flattened by the howling wind as they entered the, go- the gorse tunnel. A voice called them back. You three, what are you doing? It was Tiger Claw. Firepaw whirled around, feeling his heart sink. He wondered desperately what he could say. Then he spotted Blue Star striding toward them. She frowned her for a moment then her face cleared well done firepaw he she mewed i see you've persuaded your two friends to go with you thunder clan has brave apprentices tiger claw if they are willing to run an errand in the weather like this con wait i'm confused Yeah. Surely this is not a time for errands, objected, objected Tigerclaw. One of Brindleface's kits had, has a cough. Blue Star's voice was icy calm. Blue Star has offered to go fetch Colt's foot for her. Does he really need to go with friends to, to go to? Does he really need his friends to go to? Asked Tigerclaw. In this storm, I think he's lucky to have company answered blue star she looked deep into firepaw's eyes and he's suddenly aware of trust that she was placing in him off you go you three she meowed firepaw returned her gaze gratefully thank you he purred dipping his head with a swift glance at his companions he led the way along the familiar paths toward four trees the wind roared through the branches above them and the trees swayed their trunks creaking cracking creaking and cracking as through they might fall at any moment rain poured down through the leaves soaking the cats to their hides they reached the stream but the stepping stones they usually leaped across had completely disappeared the the cats had stopped on the bank and looked down at this in dismay at the wide brown swirling river this way, Firepaw mewed. There's a fallen tree up here. We can use it to cross. He led Graypaw and Ravenpaw of stream to a log that rested only a, ki- a kitten step above the rushing water. Be careful. It'll be slippery, Firepaw warned. Leaping. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Fun. Alright, sorry if that was fun. Alright. I keep getting interrupted. Firepaw jumped down on the other side and watched his friends until they too had landed safely. The trees were bigger on the other side, offering some shelter from the storm as they hurried on. Side by side, side by side. Are you going to tell me exactly why we need to get Ravenpaw away, panted Graypaw? Because he knows that Tigerclaw killed Redtail, Firepaw answered. 
Terraclaw killed Redtail. Great Paul echoed in disbelief, stopping dead and staring first at Firepaw, then at Ravenpaw. At the battle with River Clan, puffed Ravenpaw. I saw him. But why would he do that? Gray Graypaw protested, setting off again. They stared they start they started down the slope that led into the clearing of four trees. I don't know. Maybe he thought Blue Star would make him deputy, Firepaw suggested, raising his voice against the wind. Graypaw didn't reply, but his face darkened. The cats began to climb the steep slope that led up to the Wind Clan territory. As Firepaw leaped up upward from rock to rock, he called down to Graypaw behind him. He wanted his friends to understand how, just how dangerous it was for Ravenpaw in the, in the ThunderClan camp. I overheard Tigerclaw talking to Darkstripe and Longtail on the night Lionheart was killed. He yelled. He wants to get rid of Ravenpaw. Get rid of him? You mean kill him? Graypaw sat heavily on the rock. Fireball stopped too. He looked down at his friends. His friends. Ravenpaw had halted further down the slope, his sides heaving as he caught his breath. He looked smaller than than ever with his sodden fur clinging to his scrawny body. You saw the way Frostfur went went for Ravenpaw today. Firepaw mewed to Graypaw. Tyreclaw's been hinting to everyone that Ravenpaw's a traitor, but he'll be safe with Bartley. Now come on, we must hurry. It was impossible to talk in the open expanse of the wind clan to in the wind clan territory the wind howled around them while the thunder and lightning rolled and flashed overhead the three cats lowered their heads and onward on into the heart of the storm eventually they reached the edge of the plateau that marked the end of wind clan's territory we can't take you any any farther ravenpaw meowed firepaw through the gale we have to go back and find the elfing before before the storm passes ravenpaw looked up through the battering rain alarmed then he nodded you will be able to find barley alone yelled fire firepaw yes i remember the way answered ravenpaw watch out for those dogs warned graypaw ravenpaw nodded i will suddenly he frowned how can you be sure B Barley will welcome me? Just tell him you caught an adder once, answered Graypaw affectionately, nudging his friend's rain-soaked shoulder. Go, Firepaw urged, aware that this time was short. He licked Ravenpaw's skinny chest. And don't worry, I'll make sure everyone knows that you didn't betray ThunderClan. What if Tigerclaw comes looking for me? Fire Ravenpaw's voice was small against the rumbling storm. Firepaw met his gaze sadly. He won't. I'll, I will tell him you are dead. That is the end of chapter 22. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and maybe I'll come back later and read two more chapters. See ya. And welcome back from the break. We're going to read chapter 22. This actually might be my last chapter because... We're gonna, um, eat, I'm gonna eat dinner soon. So, okay, let's re start reading. Firepaw and Graypaw retraced their steps to ThunderClan territory. Both cats were bone weary and wet through, the, wet through, but Firepaw kept up the pace. The storm was beginning to move away. The ThunderClan patrol would be out soon. <laughs> <coughs> 
Center Clan Patrol would be out soon and on Yellowfang's trail. They had to find her. They had to find her first. The sky was still dark. Even through the black thunderclouds were beginning to roll away towards the horizon. Firepaw guessed that it must be nearly sunset. It must be nearly sunset. Why don't we head straight into Shadow Clan territory? Suggested Greypaw as they ran down the steep hillside toward into four trees. We need to pick up Yelfing's scent first, Firepaw explained. I just hope it won't lead to Shadow Clan camp. Greypaw glanced sideways at his friends at his friend, but didn't reply. They headed back into uh, back over the stream into ThunderClan territory. There was no scent of Yelfing until they crossed into Oak Woods clo- into the Oak wo- Woods close to the cam- camp. Now that the rain had finally stopped it, the scents around them were beginning to return. Firepaw ho- hoped that the rain had not washed away Yelfing's trail completely. He stopped and brushed at a fern with the tip of his nose and recognized the familiar s- smell. Yellowfang's fearsome prickled in his nostrils. She came this way, he mewed. He pushed his way through the wet undergrowth. Gray Gray Paul followed. The rain was easily it was easing and the thunder was fading into the distance. Time was running out. Firepaw pushed on faster. To his dismay, he realized Yellowfang's scent was indeed leading them straight to Shadowclan territory. His heart sank. Did this mean Tarkaw's accusations were true? Firepaw began to hope that each new smell would take them to in a different direction, but the trail was un- un- unfaltering. They arrived at the Thunder Clan path, at the Thunder Path, and halted. Several monsters ro- roar- roared by, following up the mountain, flo- throwing up mountains of dirty water. The two cats hung back from the edge, edge of the wide gray track until there was a gap. Then they raced across the path into Shadow Clan territory. The scent markers that lined the border made Firepaw's paws tingle. Graypaw halted and looked around nervously. I always thought I'd have a few more warriors with me when I finally entered Shadow Clan ter- territory, he confessed. Not afraid, are you? Firepaw murmured. Aren't you? My mother warned me about the stench of Shadow Clan many times. My mother n- never taught me such things, Firepaw replied, but for the first time he was relieved, relieved that his his fur was so wet that it clung to his body. Graypaw might not notice the way it was bristling fearfully along his spine. The two cats prowled onward, alert to every kiss, sight and sound. Graypaw was on the lookout for Shadow Clan patrols and Firepaw for the and, and Firepaw for the Thunder Clan party. He knew it must come soon. Yellowfang's scent trail led, led them steadily into the heart of Shadow Clan's hunting grounds. The woods here were gloomy. The un- were gloomy. The undergrowth crowded with nettles and brambles. I can't smell her. Complained Graypaw. It's too wet. It's there. Firepaw reassured him. I can smell that, though. Graypaw spat suddenly. What? Firepaw hissed. He stopped alarmed. Kit sent. There's kit blood here. Firepaw sniffed again, seeking out the small, the smell of Thunderclan, Thunderclan offspring. The smell. I smell it too. He agreed. And something else. He flicked his tail down sharply, warning. Grace. 
gray paw to keep quiet. Then silently, he signaled his whiskers toward the blackened ash tree up ahead. Gray paw twitched his ears questioningly. Fire paw gave him a tiny nod. Yellowfang was sheltering behind the wide split trunk. Instinctively, the two cats separated, each moving towards the tree. One on e- either side, they crept over the soft forest floor, using all the tricks of basic training, stepping lightly, keeping their bodies low. Then they leaped. Yellowfang yelled with surprise as the two cats landed beside her and pinned her to the ground. She struggled free, spitting and uh, spitting and backed into a shelter hollow at the base trunk. Firepaw and Graypaw moved forward, blocking her way out. I knew Thunderclan would blame me, she hissed, her eyes flashing with her old hostility. Where are the kits? Firepaw demanded. We can smell their blood, spat Graypaw. Have you harmed them? I don't have them, snarled Yellowfang angrily. I've come to find them and take them back. I've stopped because I smell blood too, but they're not here. Firepaw and Graypaw looked at one another. I don't have them, insisted Yellowfang. Why did you run away then? Why did you kill Spyleaf? Graypaw asked the question. Firepaw couldn't bring himself to say out say out loud. Spotleaf is dead. There was no mistake in the shock in Yellowfang's voice. Rel- relief washed over Firepaw. You didn't know. You croaked. How could I? I left the camp as soon as I heard the kids were missing. Graypaw looked suspicious, but Firepaw could hear the truth in her voice. I know who was ta- who has taken the kit, she continued. I smelled his scent near the nursery. Who was it? Firefall asked. Clawface, one of Broken Star's warriors. And as long as the kits are with ShadowClan, they are in great danger. But surely every ShadowClan... But surely even ShadowClan wouldn't harm the kits. Firepaw protested. Don't be so sure, spat Yellowfang. Broken Star intends to use them as warriors. But they're only but they're only three moons moons old, Graypaw gasped. That hasn't stopped him before. He has been training kits as young as three moons since he has become leader. As five moons at five moon, moons he sends them out as warriors. Surely they'd be too small to fight, Firepaw protested. But in his mind in his mind's eye, he pictured the unders- undersized Shadowclan apprentice he had seen at the gathering. They weren't they weren't just small, they were they were kits. Yellowfang kissed scorn- scornfully. Broken Star doesn't care about that. He had plenty more kits to spare. And if they if they run out, he can steal them from the other clans. Her voice was filled with rage. After all, we're talking about a cat who killed kits from his own clan. Firepaw and Graypaw were stunned. If he killed Shadowclan kids, why hasn't he punished? Why wasn't he punished? Firepaw asked at last. Because he lied, growled Yellowfang. Bitter- bitterness made her voice hard. He accused me of their murder, and Shadowclan believed him. Firepaw suddenly understood. Is that why you were driven out of Shadowclan? He asked. You have come to. You have come back to us with a come back with us until all this to Blue Star. Not before I have rescued your kits, Yelfing spat. Firepaw lifted her head and sniffed the air. The rain had stopped. Excuse me. And the wind was dying down. The Center Clan patrol would be well on its way. They were not safe here. Graypaw still seemed shocked by Yelfing's accusations. How could a leader kill kits from his own clan? He demanded. Broken Star insisted on training them too hard and too young. He took two of the kits away from the 
away for battle practice. Yellowfang took a deep, wheezing breath. They were only four moons old. They were already dead when he brought them back to me. They bore the scratches and bites of a full warrior, not not of an apprentice. He must have fought them himself. There, there was nothing I could do. When their mother came to see them, Broken Star was with me. He said that he had found me standing over their dead bodies. Her voice cracked, and she looked away. Why why didn't you tell her it was Broken Star, Firepaw asked in disbelief. Yellowfang shook her, sh- shook her head. I couldn't. Why not? The old she-cat hesitated. When she spoke, her voice was heavy with regret. Broken Star is a Shadow Clan's, is Shadow Clan's le- leader. Noble Ragged Star was his father. His word is law. Firepaw looked away, and the three cats in looked away and the three cats sat in silence for a moment then for a moment then firepaw meowed we'll rescue the kits together tonight but we can't stay here i can smell the thunder patrol coming he paused if tiger claw he paused tiger claw is with with them yellowfang doesn't stand a chance a chance he'll kill her before we can explain yellowfang looked at him alert and determined again there's 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 Pete this way. I don't know what that is. It'll be wet after the rain, she told him. Our scents our sense will be disguised there. She le- leaped into a clump of ferns, and Gray, fire, and Firepaw and Graypaw followed her. They could hear the rustling of the undergrowth in the distance below. Now, it was no longer the wind that disturbed the bushes, but an approaching patrol, no doubt hungry for re- revenge and fired and fired up by Tiger Claw's lies. An eerie stillness settled over the woods, and a thin fog was beginning to gather between the tree trunks. Firepaw shook the droplets of his coat and impatiently pulled a burr, a burr on, on his, off his chest. Yellowfang led them onward. They grew, the ground grew soggier, and their paws began to sink into the soft peat. The musty smell choked in Firepaw's nostrils, but at least they would mask, mask their own trail. Behind them, the noise of cats grew louder. Quick, under here, Yelfing urged, ducking under a broadleaf bush. The three cats c- crouched beneath it, drawing in their tails. Firepaw kept as still as he could, trying to ignore the rank wetness of the ground seeping into his belly fur and listening to the rustling of the Thunderclan patrol as it came nearer and nearer. Um... I will start reading chapter 23, and, um, uh, if I don't, I'll try coming back to it. Okay, chapter 23. Firepaw could tell there were several several cats in the patrol traveling fast. He couldn't recognize the individual scents of the cats through the earthy odor, bog odors, but he knew it was Thunderclan. He held his breath as Paw's steps raced past and away. Are we really going to try rescuing the kits from the Shadow Clan alone? From Shadow Clan alone? Whispered Graypaw. Yelfing answered him first. I might be able to find us some help from inside Shadow Clan. Not all the cats support Broken Star. Firepaw perked up his ears and Graypaw flicked his tail in surprise. When he began became leader, Yelfing explained. Broken Star forced the elders to leave the, the security of the inner camp. They had to live on the boundary and hunt for themselves. These are cats who have grown up with the warrior code. Some of them might help us. Firepaw stared into her old eyes, thinking quickly. 
and I might be able to pursue the ThunderClan hunting party to help us too. He meowed, if I can speak to them before they see Yellowfang, I might be able to them believe I might be able to make them believe her, her story. Greypaw, you wait, wait at the dead ash where we smelled the kit blood till one of us returns. Greypaw looked worried. But do you trust Yellowfang to bring back help? He murmured to Firepaw. You must trust me, growled Yellowfang. I will return. Greypaw looked at Firepaw, who nodded. Without another word, Yellowfang sprang past the two apprentices and disappeared into the bushes. We have... Have we done the right thing? Asked Graypaw. Eh, hold on. Gotta. Eh. Oh, where was I? Yeah. I don't know. Firepaw admitted. If we if we have, we are heroes and the kids are safe. If we are wrong, then we are as good as dead. Sorry. Sorry, guys. That's my annoying sister. I'm joking. <laughs> I was just joking. Um. Anyway, everyone keeps getting stuff from my room. I steal. <laughs> Not really. Okay. Anyway. Um. Firepaw sprinted after the patrol, around the brambles, past the gorse, and through the nettles. The trail was easy to follow. The angry ThunderClan cats weren't trying to disguise their presence in ShadowClan territory. Overhead, the thick layer of cloud had finally rolled away beyond the treetops. A silver pelt glittered across the night sky. The, night sky. <laughs> the moon was just rising but its cold light couldn't pierce the mist that clung to the shadowy undergrowth. Firepaw concentrated on the scent from up ahead. He could smell white storm. He sniffed again. Tigerclaw wasn't with them. He raced to catch up and skidded to halt behind the band of Thunderclan cats. The warriors turned and glared at him, fur bristling, ears flattened aggressively. Dark Darkstripe was with them, and, and the young she-cat Mousefur as well as the tabby warrior running wing. Mousefur wasn't the only she-cat in the patrol. Willowpelt was there, too. Firepaw, growled Whitestorm. What are you doing here? Firepaw gasped for breath. Bluestar sent me. He want panted. He wanted me to find Yelping before Whitestorm interrupted him. Ha, he meowed. Bluestar told me I might find a friend out here. Now I understand what she meant. He looked thoughtfully at Firepaw. Is Tigerclaw nearby? Firepaw asked, feeling a tingle of fright at their shared gaze. Whitestorm looked at him curiously. Bluestar insisted she needed him to re remain at camp to protect the remaining kids. Firepaw nodded. Firepaw nodded, quickly relieved. He he meowed urgently. Whitestorm, I need your help. I can lead you to the kits. Graypaw is waiting for me. We 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 plan to rescue them tonight. Will you come? Of course we'll come. The warriors flicked their tails with excitement. It will mean raiding the Shadow, Shadow Clan camp. Firepaw warned. Can you lead us there? Asked Runny Wing uh, eagerly. No, but Yellowfin can. And she has promised to bring her help from her old allies in the camp.
Mouse fur glared at him and thrashed her tail angrily. Have you found you have found Yellowfang? She hissed. I don't understand. Meowed, wide star puzzled. The traitor is going to help rescue the kids she stole. Purple took a deep breath to calm himself, then t- looked steadily into Whitestorm's eyes. Yellowfang didn't take them, he meowed, nor did she murder Spotleaf. She wants us to help us she wants she wants to help us rescue our kids. Whitestorm stared back at him, then blinked slowly. Lead the way, Firepaw, he ordered. Graypaw was waiting by the ash tree, pacing restle- restlessly around its rotting rot rotten its rot rotten rotten trunk. He stopped as soon as he saw patrol, the patrol emerge from the mist and twitched his whiskers in greetings. Any sign of Yellowfang, Firepaw asked. Not yet, Graypaw, answered Graypaw. We don't know how far it is till the shadow, to the Shadow Clan camp, Firepaw pointed out, but feel, quickly. Feeling White Storm stiffen beside him. She may be on her way back right now, or she might be happily sharing tongues with her Shadow Clan comrades while we sit here like fools waiting to be ambushed, meowed Graypaw. White Storm watched the two apprentices, his ears flicking uneasily. Firepaw, he prompted. She will come back, Firepaw promised. Well said, young Firepaw. Yellowfang walked out from behind the ash tree and sat down. You're not the only one who can sneak up on someone on so, up on someone, she meowed at Firepaw. Remember the day we met? You were looking in the wrong direction that time too. Three other Shadow Clan cats appeared from behind the tree, and settled themselves calmly on either side of Yellowfang. The Thunder Clan cats bristled alert for, of and suspicious. Both clans stared silently at each other. Firepaw fidgeted uncomfortably, unsure what to do now. Eventually, one of the Shadow Clan cats, a gray tom, spoke. His long body was skinny and his fur looked dull. We have come to help you, not to harm you. You have come for, you have come for your kits. We will help you rescue them. What's in it for you? Asked White Storm. Warily. We want your help to get rid of Broken Star. He has broken the warrior code, and Shadow Clan is suffering. So it's that simple, is it? Growled Running Wing. We just drop into your camp, snatch the kids, kill your leader, and go home. You will not you will not meet as much resent resistance as you think, murmured the Grey Tom. Yellowfang stood up. Let me introduce my old friends, she meowed, weaving her way through the Shadow Clan cats. She brushed past the Tom, Grey Tom. This is Ashfur. He is one of the clan elders. This is Nightpelt, a senior warrior before Ragged Star was killed. She circled a battered black Tom who nodded at them. And this one is one of our elder queens, Dawn Cloud. Two of her kits died driving out Wind Clan. Dawn Cloud, a small tabby, tabby meowed and greeting. I do not wish to lose any more of my kits, she told them. White Storm. Give, White Storm gave his te- his chest a quick lick to smooth down his fur. You are clearly skilled warriors if you manage to creep on us like that. But we are are there enough of you? We need to know what we will face when we raid Shadow Clan camp. The old and sick, the old and sick of Shadow Clan are slowly starving. Meowed for the casualties among our kids are more than we can cope with. But if Shadow Clan is a mess, 
burst out Darkstripe. How come you have shown so much strength lately? And why is Broken Star still your leader? Broken Star is surrounded by a small group of LT warriors, answered Ashford. They are the ones to, they are the ones to fear, because they would die for him without question. There are other warriors who warriors who obey his orders only because they are frightened. They will fight by his side as long as they think Broken Star is going to win. If they thought he would lose, they would fight against him, not for him. Darkstripe finished the Elder's words in disgust. What sort of loyalty is that? The hackles of the Shadow Clan cats began to rise. Our clan is not always like this, Yellowfang interrupted. When Ragged Star led Shadow Clan, we were feared for our strength, but in those days our strength came from the warrior code and clan loyalty, not from fear and bloodlust. The old medicine cat sighed. If only Ragged Star had lived longer. How did Ragged Star die? asked White Storm curiously. There were so many rumors at the gathering, but no one seemed to know for sure. Yellowfang's eyes cl- clouded with sorrow. He was Ambushed by a warrior patrol from another another clan, Whitestorm nodded thoughtfully. Yes, that is what most cats seem to think. There are bad times indeed. The, the, these are bad times indeed. When the leaders are picked off in the dark, Sebzi opened on in on a roll death. In on a roll battle, Firepole frowned, his mind racing over the different battles battle plans. Is there any way of taking the kits without alerting the whole clan? He asked. Don Cloud answered him. They are very, they are very closely guarded. Broken Star will be expecting Thunder Clan to try to take to take them. You won't be able to steal them in secret. Open attack is your only hope. Then we must concentrate on our on our attack on Broken Star and his inner guard. Meowed White Storm. Yellowfang had a suggestion. Suggestion that. The Shadow Clan warriors should lead me into the Shadow Clan camp. They could say they have captured me. We have to make sure the Broken Star and his warriors are out of the dens. News of my capture will bring them into the clearing. Once they're all out in the open, I'll get the signal for you to attack. White Storm was silent for a moment. Then he nodded, his face grave as he committed the, his warriors to attack. Very well, Yelfling came out. Please lead the way to the Shadow Clan camp. That's the end of chapter 23. And on, if it's really short, I might read it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I guess I'll read it. What's the harm? Wait, hold on. We're very close to, to be done uh, to be done with the um, book. Okay, let's read. Yellowfang turned and pushed her way out into the bracken. Whitestorm and the others followed her. Firepaw was tingling with excitement. He didn't feel the damp chill in the air, and his weariness was long forgotten. Yellowfang guided them to a small hollow surrounded by the thick undergrowth and pointed out out the entrance to the Shadow Clan camp. The tangled mass of brambles looked very different from the neat gorse tunnel that led to the Thunder Clan camp. The camp boundary was full of holes and gaps in the stench of rotting meat, 
wafted towards them. You eat crow food, whispered Graypaw, curling his lip. Our warriors are used used for it. Our warriors are used for attacking, not hunting, replied Ashford. We eat whatever we can find. ThunderClan not hide in the in that ThunderClan hide in that clump of bracken over there, hissed the elephant. It's full of toadstools that, that will disguise your sin. Wait here until you hear me call. She stepped back to let the other shadow clan cats lead the way, tucking her, herself into the center of the, the gr- their group as though she, was, she were their prisoner. They headed silently into the camp. The Thunder Clan cats settled themselves among the toadstools, tense and alert. Firepaw could feel his coat prickling. He looked at Graypaw beside them. The thick fur on the back of their, his friend's neck were standing on end. And Firepaw could hear him panting with sup- suppressed ex- excitement. So suddenly, yelling interrupted from the Shadow Clan camp. Without hesitation, the Thunder Clan cats sprang from their hiding places and raced through the entrance. <coughs> Yellowfang, Ashford, and Dawn Cloud and Nightpelt were in a well trodden, muddy clearing, wrestling with the six vicious looking warriors. Firepaw recognized Broken Star and his deputy, Blackfoot. Among them, the warriors looked hungry and battle-scarred, but Firepaw could see their hard muscles pounding beneath their patchy fur. (coughs) Around the edge of the clearing, groups of scrawny cats stared uncertainly at the mayhem. Their skinny bodies seemed to recoil at the violence. While their dull eyes looked on, shocked and confused, out of the corner of their, his eye, Firepaw saw a running nose back away and hide beneath a bush. As at White Storm's nodded, at White Storm's nodded signal, the Thunderclan cats leaped into the into the battle. Firepaw grasped his, grasped a silver ta- a silver tabby with his claws, but was shaken loose. He tumbled over, and the Shadow Clan warrior turned on him, gripped his him with the claws as sharp as black thorns. <coughs> Sorry, my fo- voice is a little bit hoarse from reading. Firepaw managed to twist and sink his teeth deep into the cat's flesh. The warrior Xiao told him he found a tender spot, and he bit harder. The warrior screeched again, ripping himself free, and ran off into the bushes. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Firepole stood up. A young Shadow Clan apprentice leaped at him from the edge of the camp. Its soft kitten fur fluffed up with fear. Firepaw sheathed his claws and batted him away easily. This is not your battle, he hissed. White Storm already had Blackfoot pinned to the ground. He gave him a vicious bite and injured the deputy, and the injured deputy raced away toward the camp entrance and out of the safety of the forest, and out into the safety of the forest. Firepaw, Firepaw had heard Don Cloud screech his name. Watch out, claw faces. He didn't hear the rest. A heavily built brown cat crashing into him, claw face. Firepaw dug his claws into the ground and whirled around to fight. The warrior that had killed Spotleaf, rage surged through him and he flung himself onto the brown tom. Firepaw pushed the warrior to the ground and pressed his head into the dirt. Oh, 
Blinded by fury, he prepared to sink his teeth into Clawface's neck, but before he could deal his death blow, Whitestorm knocked him aside and grasped the Shadow Clan's shoulder. Thunder Clan warriors do not kill unless they have to, he growled at in Firepaw's ear. We just need to let them know not to show their faces here again. He gave Clawface a fierce bite that sent him screaming out to the camp. Still raging, Firepaw looked around wildly, broken wildly broken stars warriors had had gone an angry screech uh, sounded from behind Graypaw. Graypaw leaped out of the way and firepaw saw yellowfin gripping broken star with with muddy bloodstained paws his body bled from several several wounds his ears were flattened against his head his whiskers were drawn back as he crouched flattened flattened beneath Yelfing's power, powerful grasp. I never thought you would be a harder to kill harder to kill than my father, he snarled up at her. Yellowfing recoiled as if she'd been stung by a bee. Her face twisted suddenly by shock and grief. She loosened her grip on Broken Star and instantly he threw her aside with with a twist of his powerful body. You killed Ragged Star? Yellowfing wailed, her eyes wide with disbelief. Broken Star eyed her coldly. You found his body, didn't you recognize my fur between his claws? Yellowfang stared in horror as he continued. He was a he was a soft and foolish leader. He deserved to die. No, hissed Yellowfang, her head dropping. Then she gave herself a shake. She looked up at Broken Star, arching her back. And bright flowers kits. Did they deserve to die too? she rasped. Broken Star growled and hurled himself at Yellowfang, forcing her to onto her belly. Yellowfang didn't even attempt to struggle against him thorn, against his thorn thorn sharp claws. Firepaw saw with alarm that her eyes were glazed with sadness. Those kits were weak. Broken Star hissed, bending his head, face toward Yellowfang's ear. They would have have been no use to Shadow Clan if I hadn't killed them. Some other warriors would have. A wail of grief went up from the, a black and white Shadow Clan queen. Broken Star ignored her. I should have killed you when I had the chance. He spat at Yelfing. It seems as if I, it seems that I must have some of my father's softness. Softness. I was a fool to let you leave Shadow Clan alive. He lunged, teeth bared, ready to sink them into her neck. Firepaw was quicker. He jumped onto Broken Star's back before he could clamp his jaws shut. Firepaw dug his claws into the matted tabby's fur and pulled him off the exhausted queen, flinging him him to the edge of the clearing. Broken Star twisted around in midair to land on his feet. And he looked into Firepaw's eyes, spitting viciously. Don't waste your time, apprentice. I shared dreams with StarClan. You will have have to kill me nine times over before I join them. Do you really think you're strong enough for the, for that? His eyes glowed with confidence and defiance. Firepaw stared back at him. His belly tightened. Broken Star was a clan leader. How on earth could he expect to defeat him? But the watching Shadow Clan cats had begun to patch slowly towards their defeated leader, snarling and hissing with hatred. They were battered and half-starved, starved, but Broken Star was outnumbered, and he seemed to realize, with a nervous flick of his tail, that he he crouched and backed uh, backed away through the bushes, his eyes glittering mostly from the shadows. His gaze finding Firepaw through the 
prom. This isn't over, Apprentice. He hissed before he turned and vanished into the forest after his broken warrior's firepole looked to Whitestorm. Should we go after them? He mewed. The Whitestorm, the, the warrior shook his head. I think they got the message They they are that they are not welcome here. Nightpelt, the Shadow Clan warrior, nodded in agreement. Leave them. If they dare to show their faces here again, Shadow Clan will be strong enough by then to tackle them alone. The rest of Shadow Clan was huddled together in the ruins of the camp, as if outnumbered by numbered by the realization that their leader had gone. It will take time to rebu- rebuild this clan, Firepaw thought. The kits, Firepaw ter- heard Graypaw's meow from a far corner of the clearing. He rushed over to his friend. Mosfer and Whitestorm bounded at his, he- his heels. As they approached, they could hear the pitiful meal- meals of, a- of the kits coming beneath a pile of t- leaves and twigs. <coughs> Quickly, Graypaw and Mouseford dug down the foliage until they had uncovered the missing Thunderclan kits at the bottom of a small pit. Are they okay? demanded Whitestorm, his tail twitching with anxiety. <coughs> They're fine, replied Graypaw. Most have only a few scratches. But that little tabby has a pretty nasty wound on his ear. Can you take a look at the yellow thing? The old she-cat was licking her own wounds, but at, but at Graypaw's call, she re- re- raced to the side of the pit. <coughs> Where Graypaw had carefully dispo- the po- deposited the tabby kit. Firepaw helped Graypaw to lift the rest of the kits. The last one was gray like the elder embers of, a, of an old fire. She mewed and squirmed as Firepaw placed her on the ground. Mousefur gathered all the kits to her and comforted them with licks and care and care I don't know. But Yellowfang looked closely at, at the torn ear. We need to stop this bleeding, she meowed. Rhino stepped out of the shadows. His forepaw was coated in a layer of cobwebs, which he silently passed to Yellowfang. She nodded her thanks and began to treat the kit's wound. Nightpelt approached the group of Thunderclan cats. He helped Shadowclan rid of its brute, full, and dangerous leader. And we are grateful. But it's time you left our camp and returned to your own. I promise your hunting grounds will be free of Shadowclan warriors as long as we can find enough food in our own territory. Whitestorm nodded. Hunt in peace for one moon, Nightpelt. Thunderclan knows you need time to rebuild your clan. He turned to Yelfing. And you, Yelfing. He asked, do you wish to return with us or stay here with your old comrades? Yellowfang looked up at him. I will make your journey back with you. She glanced at a deep gash on a, uh, on a white storm's hind leg. You will need a medicine cat for yourself as well as her as your kids. Thank you, purred Whitestorm. He, he, he signaled to the Thunderclan cats with a sweep of his tail and led them out into the clearing. Mosfer and Willpel helped the kids, who stumbled along, exhausted and, and bewildered. Hold on, guys. Hold on! Yellowfang walked close to the wounded tabby kit, lifting, lifting him by the scruff of his neck every time he slipped. Firepaw and Graypaw followed them through the brambles past the camp's line out and out of the forest. The moon was still rising in the quiet sky as, Thunderclan, as the Thunderclan party began the long trudge home. 
while around the, them the sh- showers of brown leaves flutter to the forest floor. That's the end of chapter 24. Uh, we're going to take a break and uh, we can read the last chapter of this book. Bye. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome back from the break. Um, We're going to be reading chapter 25, which is the last chapter, um, and then we'll start the next book. Um, One uh, thing I just want to say for fun, um, right now it is 9.13, and uh, the cool thing about Anchor is that um, you can... um, Let's say you read part of a chapter, like I sometimes do. Take a break. Uh, well, you could uh, take a break, like uh, just stop the video, save it, and then the next morning when you wake up, you could record for the other half. So it's it's really cool. You guys should, if you guys are interested in making a podcast, you can uh, get it on a phone or. Um, I think maybe a computer and iPad and an iPad, but it's really cool. Um, but yeah, let's get started. Bunched up with relief at being home again, Firepaw and Graypaw sprinted, sprinted ahead of the patrol into the ThunderClan camp. Frostfur was lying in the middle of the clearing, her head resting sadly on her paws. As the two apprentices bounded in, she lifted her nose and sniffed the air. My kits, she cried. She leaped up and raced past Firepaw and Graypaw to meet the rest of the party as they emerged from the tunnel. The kits rushed over to Frostfur and nuzzled her nuzzled into her side she cu- she curled her soft body around them and licked each them each in turn purring loudly yellowfin hung back at the camp entrance and looked on silently blue star strode up to the returning patrol she glanced fondly at Frostfur and her kits and then turned her eyes to whitestorm are they all right she asked they're fine mewed whitestorm well done, Whitestorm. The Nurclan honors you. Whitestorm bent his head to accept her praise and added, But it was thanks to this apprentice that we found them. Firepaw lifted his head and tail proudly, about to speak, but Tigerclaw's accusing snarl was sounded from across the clearing. Why did you bring back that traitor? The dark warrior stalked up to the patrol and stood beside his leader. She is no traitor, Firepaw insisted. He looked up around the camp. The rest of the cats had quickly gathered in the clearing to see the kits and congratulate the hunting party. Some of them had even spied Yellowfang and were eyeing her with looks of pure hatred. She killed Spotted Leaf, spat Longtail. Look between Leafpaw's claws, Graypaw suggested. You will find brown fur of Clawface, not Yellowfang's gray fur. Blue Star nodded at Mousefur, who darted away from the crowd toward the spot where Spyleaf's body lay, waiting for its waiting for its dawn burial. The clan waited in tense silence until she returned. Graypaw is right, Mousefur panted, rushing back to the clearing. Spyleaf was not attacked by a gray cat. A murmur of surprise rippled through the crowd. But that doesn't mean she didn't help to take the kits, hissed Tigerclaw, 
Without Yellowfang, we would never have recovered the kits. Fireball spat, his accusation making him impatient. She knew that a Shadow Clan warrior had taken them. She was hunting, hunting for them when I found her. She risked her life returning to Shadow to the Shadow Clan camp. It was Yellowfang who thought up the up the battle plan that got us into the Shadow Clan camp and gave us a chance to defeat Broken Star. The cats listened to Firepaw's words, astonished. He's right, Whitestorm mewed. Yellowfang is a friend. I'm glad to hear it, murmured Bluestar, catching Firepaw's eye. Frostfur's anxious mew sounded from the crowd. Is Broken Star dead? she asked. No, he escaped. Whitestorm told her Whitestorm told her, but he will never lead Shadow Clan again. Frostfur sighed with relief and returned returned to nuzzle her kits. Whitestorm looked at Blue Star. I promised Shadow Clan that we would have we would leave them in peace till the next full moon, he explained. Broken Star's leadership has left their clan in chaos. Blue Star nodded. Hold on. But yeah. Blue Star nodded. That was a wise and generous offer. She meowed approvingly. The Thunder Clan leader walked past White Storm and the rest of the patrol and approached the Yellowfang. Yellowfang lowered her eyes as Blue Star touched the gray, the gray cat's rough coat with her nose. Yellowfang, I wish you to replace Spyleaf as Medicine Cat to Thunder Clan. Hold on. Hold on a sec. Sorry about that. Okay, where were we? Yellowfang, I wish you to replace Spottleaf as a medicine cat to Thunderclan. Please throw me out. I'm sure you'll find all her supplies as she left them. The other cats began to murmur to each other, tails flick- flicking with excitement. Yellowfang looked around at them anxiously and said nothing. Frostfur glanced at the other cleans before she met she met Yellowfang's gaze and slowly nodded her approval. Yellowfang bent her head respectfully to the white cat before addressing the, her new leader. Thank you, Blue Star. Shadow Clan is not the clan I once knew. Thunder Clan is my clan now. Fireball felt a surge of satisfaction that the old she-cat had come to love would be his clan medicine cat. I lost my place. Then his tail drooped as he realized that he would never again find Spotleaf in her clearing. The sunlight gleaming on her soft fur, her her amber eyes shining in welcome. Where's Ravenpaw? Meow Blue Star suddenly jolting Firepaw off his bitter-sweet remembrance. Yes, Tigerclaw chimed in. Where is my apprentice? Strange that he should disappear along with Broken Star. He looked meaningfully around the clan. 
If you think he saw, if you if you think he might have been helping Broken Star for a problem you'd bully, then you're wrong. Tiger Claw stiffened, a menace of gleam, a menacing gleam in his yellow eyes. Raven paused dead. Firepaw went on, dropping his head as it as if it weighed it down with his grief. We found his body in Shadow Clan territory from the sense around him. He must have been slain by a Shadow Clan patrol. He looked at Blue Star. I will tell you everything later, he promised. Yellowfang shot Firepaw a questioning look. Firepaw returned returned to her gaze with a silent plea for her to hold her tongue. She she twitched her ears brief, briefly and understanding and looked away. I never said that Raven Paul was a traitor, hissed Tiger Claw. He paused and allowed an expression of sorrow to the, to cloud his eyes before he turned to address the rest of the clan. Raven Paul might have made a fine warrior. His death ha- has come too soon, and his loss will be felt for by many of us for a long time. Empty words, thought Firepaw bitterly. What would Tiger Claw say if he knew that Raven Paul was safe? Far beyond the force, catching rats with barley. Blue Star broke the silence. We will miss Raven Paul, but we shall mourn mourn for him tomorrow. First, first there is another ritual that must be f- performed. One I know Raven Paul would have taken pr- pleasure in. She turned to Fire Paul and Gray Paul. You have shown great courage tonight. Did you? Did they fight like? Fight well, White Storm. She asked, like warriors. White Storm replied solemnly. Blue Star met her yellow-eyed gaze and gave a slight nod. Then she lifted her chin and fixed her eyes on the silver-belt swath of stars. Her voice rang out, clear and measured, under the hushed woods. I, Blue Star, leader of ThunderClan, call upon my warrior ancestors to look down on these two apprentices. They have trained hard to understand the ways of your noble code, and I commend them to you as warriors in their turn. She looked down at Firepaw and Graypaw, narrowing her eyes. Firepaw and Graypaw, do you promise to uphold the warrior code and to protect and defend this clan, even at the cost of your lives? Firepaw felt something stir within him, a fire that burned in his belly and rang in his ears. He suddenly felt that everything he had done for the clan, so far all the prey had had talked, all the enemy warriors he had fought, had been for the sake of this single moment. I do, he replied steadily. I do, echoed Greypaw, his fur bristling with excitement. Then by the powers of Star Clan, I give you your warrior names. Greypaw, from this moment on, you'll be known as Graystripe. Oh, guys, by the way, that's why I've accidentally said uh, Graystripe a couple times, because I'm used to um, that name. Then by the powers of Star Clan, I give you your warrior names. Great Paul, from this moment on, you'll be known as Great Stripe. Star Clan honors your bravery and your strength, and we welcome you as a full warrior of Thunder Clan. Blue Star stepped forward and rested her muzzle on top of Great Stripe's bowed head. He bent lower to give the, give her sh- shoulder a respectful lick, then straightened up and walked over to join the other warriors. Blue Star stood and studied Firepaw for a long moment before speaking. Firepaw, from this moment on, you will be known as Fireheart. 
So our clan honors your bravery and your strengths, and we welcome you as a full warrior of Thunder Clan. She touched her muzzle to his head he, he, and murmured, Fireheart, I am proud to have you as my warrior. Serve your clan well, young one. Fireheart's muscles were trembling so much that he could hardly stoop to lick Blue Star's shoulder. He pur- purred hoarsely to show his thanks. Then he slipped away to the stand beside Graystripe. Miles of, meows of tribute sounded across the cloud, crowd, and the voices of the, of the clan rose in the still night air to chant the new warrior names. Fireheart, Graystripe, Fireheart, Graystripe. Fireheart looked around the clan, seeing faces that he had grown so familiar for the last few moons. He listened to them as they called his new name and felt overwhelmed by kindness and respect he saw shining in their eyes. It is almost moon time, meowed Blue Star, and, and the tradition of our war, of our ancestors, Fireheart and Gristripe, must sit vigil until dawn and guard the camp alone while we sleep. Fireheart and Gristripe nodded solemnly. As the rest of the clan began to melt back to their dens, Tigerclaw pushed past Fireheart. Past Fireheart. The Thunder Clan deputy slowed as he passed and hissed quietly into his ear. Don't you think you can outwit me, Kitty Pet? Be careful what you tell Blue Star. A cold shiver ran down fire, Fireheart's spine. Blue Star had to know about Tigerclaw's treachery. As Tigerclaw he- headed back to the warrior's den, Fireheart left Gray Stripe sitting alone in the clearing, bound after Blue Star. He caught up with her outside. In. Blue Star, I know I'm breaking the vow of silence, but I must speak to you before I begin my vigil. Blue Star looked at Fireheart and shook her head. This is an important ritual. You can ske- speak to me t- in the morning. Fireheart dipped his head in acceptance. Tiger Claw was not a problem that could be solved overnight anyway. He returned to Graystripe's uh, side in the middle of the clearing. The two friends exchanged glances but said nothing. Fireheart looked at the moon above his head. His orange coat glowed silver in the cold light around him. The, bush and tr- the bushes and trees were trapped in mist that brushed damply against his fur. Fireheart closed his eyes and recalled the dreams of his kittenhood. The cool forest scents in his nostrils were real now, and the life of a warrior stretched ahead of him. He felt unrestrained joy flood up from his paws and surged through his body. Then he opened his eyes to with a jolt. Another pair of eyes were shining back at him from the warrior's den. Tigerclaw. Fireheart stared back without blinking. He was a warrior now. He had to make an enemy. He had made an enemy of the clan's deputy, but Tigerclaw had made an enemy of him. Fireheart was not the same naive young cat who had joined the clan all those moons ago. He was bigger, stronger, faster, and wiser. If he had dis- destined to oppose Tigerclaw, then so be it. Fireheart was ready for the challenge. That's the end of the book. Um, and then tomorrow or later, um, we can start uh, book two, Fire and Ice by Ern Hunter. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know I was still recording. Bye, guys.